Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash pkmncast. Over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. It's a Pokemon-based podcast, so if you feel like this is supposed to be the Game of Thrones podcast, I believe that's next door, and you're in the wrong room. Um, but uh, can we give C2E2 a big warm applause for hosting this? Awesome. Now, the show will be recorded, so if you want to listen to it again on Monday, it'll be posted on Monday. The website is Pokemon Podcast, if you haven't heard of it. Actually, how many people in the audience have heard of Pokemon Podcast or it's a perfect... Whoa, whoa, real life listeners, you guys exist. Well, awesome, I appreciate, I appreciate eight of you guys coming out. Uh, most of you got gift bags when you came in. Some had badges, some had coloring books, some had some other stuff, so uh, that's yours to keep. And my business cards are in there as well. It was like, like self-promoting myself as well as gifts. Uh, so I have a kind of an exciting show, maybe. Uh, it depends if you guys cheer or not. But uh, I have a couple slides with some Pokemon stuff that you might have never heard of. And so I'm going to try to blow your minds today. Uh, hopefully I can do that. And then at, near the end of the show, depending on how long it will go, I have an hour. But you, these usually wrap up in 45 minutes. Uh, we'll do a Q&A if you guys have any questions or anything. I would love to answer them. I obviously don't work for Pokemon, but I've been doing the show for five years. And I kind of know something about Pokemon. But uh, if you're like under the age of 12, you probably know more than I do. <laughs> All right, let's start. All right, Ooh, it fits on the screen, cool. So these are the legendary birds, Zapdos, Articuno, and Moltres. I don't know if you noticed, but in the names, it's Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres. Those are Spanish for uno, dos, tres. Uh, obviously, one, two, three. My Spanish isn't the best, but first fact, here we go. <laughs> Alright, so most of you probably knew this, but maybe you guys didn't know that Hydreigon and its family line are actually one, two, three in German. Oh. I got a little, little response there, so maybe that was a little bit better. Alright, this is a pretty interesting one. Uh, this Pokemon name is Muna. It uh, first appeared in X and Y. And actually, back in Pokemon Red or Blue, there was a reference to Muna. Uh, the girl outside the rock tunnel mentioned that she wanted a Pokemon that are chunky, that should come and that should come with a pink, come in pink, and come with a floral pattern. So Muna actually fits that perfectly. And Muna was introduced, of course, uh, in X and Y, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, very cool to see that 
uh, Pokemon was referenced. This Pokemon was referenced back in Red and Blue. Uh, to kind of piggyback off that, I don't have a slide for it, but there was a recent interview with one of the art directors at Pokemon, and they talked about how Flygon was actually supposed to have a Mega Evolution. And the Flygon Mega Evolution didn't make the cut because they couldn't actually finalize its design in time before X and Y or Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. So there was supposed to be a Flygon uh, Mega, and there is no longer a Flygon Mega, but hopefully in the future. Alright, this is Parasect, another Pokemon from Red and Blue. Parasect is actually two Pokemon. Uh, one Pokemon is the Mushroom, and the other is the Crab. So the Mushroom is actually a parasite that is controlling Parasect's brain, and that is why its eyes are pure white, because it doesn't have control of its body. The Mushroom actually controls Parasect. Did I blow anyone's mind there? There we go, yeah! Alright, I uh... I did this one last year, but I just love like Spinda doing the dance. It's really cool. Uh, so Spinda's spot pattern is determined by its personality value, meaning there can be 4,294,967,296 different Spindas out there. So even if you bought Pokemon Bank, you couldn't store all the possible combinations of Spinda in the entire game. They're like snowflakes, they're so different. And that doesn't count for shiny as well, so if you take shiny into account, there are way more spindles. Uh, this is a early, early concept of Rhydon. Rhydon was actually the first Pokemon created and illustrated, uh, and it actually keeps its uh, final design. As you can see here, this Rhydon looks like the Rhydon we have in Red and Blue and the other games. Um, that's why when you play like X and Y or Omega Ruby, Alpha Sapphire, or Diamond and Pearl, you see Rhydon statues around in the towns and stuff because Rhydon was actually very important to Game Freak since it was the first Pokemon they actually designed and created. Going through these way too fast. Alright, Pokemon Crystal is actually able to communicate with cell phones in Japan. Uh, this never made it to the States, obviously. I don't know if anyone actually owned that like Nokia phone up there. Uh, but with a, a special link cable, you were able to link your Game Boy, Game Boy Color in this case, to a cell phone, and you were able to buy items, like shop items like Pokeballs and stuff, directly into the game. Uh, again, this never made it to America, uh, probably because Japan was a little more tech-savvy than us back in the late 90s. And finally, Pokemon Puzzle League was never actually released in Japan, and it is the only Pokemon game actually never released in Japan. Uh, when it came out into the United States, uh, Japan actually already kind of pushed back past the Nintendo 64, so they didn't see it as being profitable in Japan, so they never actually released it. It's a pretty good game, though. Um, awesome. Well, that's kind of all the things I have to mind blow you guys with. But, uh, mind blown. Um, but do we have any cosplayers out in the audience? I see a couple. See a couple? Oh, why don't you guys stand up? I see one right there. I see a Ash. I see a Pikachu over here. Pikachu! So, Pikachu and Ash. If you're cosplay, why don't you come up on stage? If you want to, you don't have to. 
but I'm going to ask you some very personal questions like what your favorite Pokemon is. Look at you, first one up, Ray. What's your name? My name is Ricky. Ricky. Hey, Ricky. Hey. That was great. So, alright, Ricky, this is probably the most important question you'll ever be asked. Yeah. What is your favorite Pokemon? Uh, Crocodile introduced in black and white. Alright, we have Crocodile fans out there? No! <laughs> 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 That's cool. Well, awesome. Thank you. You got your gift bag, right? Yeah. Yes, awesome. Cool. Let's move on here. Alright, what's your name? Heather. Heather? Your favorite Pokemon? Lucario. Lucario? We have Lucario fans out there? Awesome. Well, thank you, Heather. This is obviously not a Pokemon, but we'll take it. <laughs> All right. Your name? Aaron. I, I thought you were going to say, like, Deadpool. Or something. <laughs> this, is, this is Deadpool, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, favorite Pokemon? I'm torn between two, but if I could choose, it would have to be uh, Great Ninja. Great Ninja? Great Ninja fans? I just like making you guys laugh and cheer. What was the other one? Garvantula. Garvantula. That was a cool one. Garvantula is very cool. Awesome. Well, thank you. Hey, what's your name, Bob? Bob. My name is Sylvester. You are you not dressed like Bob's Burgers? No. Oh. <laughs> I tried. All right. Favorite Pokemon. Well, I have a question for you. My favorite Pokemon is the same as the leader of the Pokemon fan club. Do you know that Pokemon? Uh, Farfetch? No. No? It's Rapidash. Rapidash. Oh, yes. From Red and Blue. Yes. Yeah, I remember because that's where you get Farfetch in the town right next yep, to it. it yeah. Is in the same town. Cool. Well, thank you. Yep, thank you. Awesome. Well, thanks, guys. Uh, my favorite Pokemon is uh, actually Farfetch, and I really like Chandelure as well. Awesome. What do we got here? We got time. All right. Let's do some Q&A. So if you guys have any kind of questions, uh, just raise your hand. I'll call on you. I'll try to get to everyone in time. Uh, this segment usually goes the longest because you guys ask the craziest stuff. But uh, uh, if anyone has a question, I will try to answer as fast as possible and accurate as possible. Let's go right here. Favorite legendary Pokemon? Ooh, that's uh, that's actually kind of easy for me. It's Jirachi, and I feel like Jirachi gets missed a lot, as uh, everyone wants, you know, the Zapdos and the Articunos and all those fancy legendary Pokemon. But I really like Jirachi. He's the wish-making Pokemon. Way over there. Least favorite Pokemon. That's a really good question. Um, least favorite Pokemon? Probably. Probably like Voltorb, because he's so basic. Elect Electro's pretty cool because he's fast and uh, he's actually like usable, but Voltorb probably my least favorite. I also really don't like um, Lopunny, as weird as that, as that sounds, but Mega Lopunny has kind of turned me to, to like that Pokemon a little bit more. In the green. Sure. 
Uh, so the question is, what is uh, your opinion on the new Pokemon movie, which is the movie with Hoopla? Hoop, Hoopla? Sorry. I get really excited when I say Hoopla because of Hoopla from Spongebob. Can we all get a Hoopla? Hoopla! Yeah, it's going to be a good episode for later. Uh, so Hoopa and then uh, Hoopa Unbound, which is Hoopa's uh, unbound form, but its other form, can summon legendaries. That's kind of Hoopa's special ability. Uh, so in the new movie, uh, Hoopa will be summoning uh, like Rushram and Zekrom and other legendaries. And there's, I don't know if there's debate or some, some people don't like that, but um, that's fine for me. I don't know if anyone has seen the trailer in America or heard Hoopa's voice, but that is something I'm not a fan of. Uh, I mean, you don't watch Pokemon, the Pokemon movies for like the grade A acting or the, the amazing plot line, but uh, when I heard Hoopa talk, it's, it's not what I expected, and I, I can't say that I'm looking forward to it. I mean, the last Pokemon I remember talking and I was okay with the voice was Keldeo, and Keldeo just kind of sounded like a, like a little brother to the, the other legendary Pokemon in the movies, movies. so I, I thought that was more appropriate, but I wasn't sold on Hoopa's voice. Uh, in the yellow sweater. Um, what's the Pokemon Generation Zero? Pokemon Generation Zero. Hold on. Uh, I haven't played any fan games. I try to actually stay away from fan games, mostly because if I'm going to invest the time in breeding and raising Pokemon, I want to be able to keep them and move them to future games. So most fan games I avoid. I'm not familiar with Zero. Is that one with the zombie apocalypse? No, I know there is a Pokemon game with that. You guys know way more than I do when it comes to that. Uh, right next. Yeah. What's your favorite Pokemon spin-off game? My favorite Pokemon spin-off game? Um, I've been playing a ton of Pokemon Shuffle. I don't know if any of you guys are playing it. Yeah? If you, if you haven't downloaded it on your 3DS because it's free, and I know everyone's like, ah, free to play, it's probably really bad. It's actually really good. Um, it's... A, it's some people compare it to Candy Crush, but it's actually not a Candy Crush clone. It's a Puzzle and Dragons clone, which I know a Puzzles and Dragons is coming out with uh, Mario and Luigi. But uh, Pokemon Shuffle is based off Puzzles and Dragons, and uh, it is free to play, but it does a very good job of not asking you for money. And you get like a heart-based system, so you can play around for every heart, and you get a heart that replenishes in, the heart will replenish in 30 minutes. So you can play five games, and then in about two hours play another five games. I mean, yes, you can buy hearts, but there really is no reason to. Um, because it's a, it's a perfect game while you're waiting for like a class to start or a bus to come, and then when you get to your destination or wherever you are, your, your heart's usually replenished by then. So if you haven't played Pokemon Shuffle, I would uh, recommend downloading it, and then you'll street pass with everyone here, and you'll get a bunch of free bonus hearts just for street passing. So Pokemon Shuffle. Uh, right in the green. Sound type, I, I said that last year actually on the panel, I said, uh, or maybe it was the year before, that a sound type and a like love type would be coming, and the love type ended up being fairy type, which actually fits into all the love type moves, so I wasn't too far off. I still believe that there should be a sound type. There are a lot of moves that use sound, um, like uproar and screech and growl, those could all be sound type moves. Uh, I want there to be a sound type, I think that would, I don't know how that would balance, I, I know fairy balances dragons very well in the game, and so that's awesome, but my prediction two years ago was sound type, I'm still very adamant about sound type coming, 
Uh, I think it does fit with all the Pokemon moves. If you look, there are a lot of moves that use sound, and there's no Pokemon that can really take advantage of that. And Batman? <laughs> Ooh, that's a really good question. It was, uh, what Pokemon would you add to uh, Smash Brothers, the franchise? Sorry, I get really parched. Um, I would probably add, so we just got Mewtwo, uh, or if you registered both games, you would have got Mewtwo, otherwise I think Mewtwo is going to be available to buy at the end of the month. Um, I really love that they added Greninja. I would actually like to see Blaziken. Uh, added into the game, I think uh, his form factor would would read really well. Also, he is a mega, and pretty much every Pokemon that can be added except Pikachu and well, Greninja can't mega, but Lucario just always Lucario. Um, I would also like to see like a Ditto added to the game and kind of copy what Kirby does and mimics Pokemon uh, mimics the other players. And the gray hoodie. Yep. Better Pokemon, Darkrai, or Entei? Uh, I hope I picked the right one, but I feel like uh, I would have to go with Darkrai. Um, <laughs> yeah, probably Darkrai. Way in the back. Yep, you. Yeah, there's actually, so... Uh, a lot of the times we do like Christmas episodes on the show and the Christmas episodes are always like what, what do you want to see next year or what, what do you want uh, the old Pokemon Santa Deli bird to bring you for Christmas. And uh, a lot of people always say, because I have various guests on the show, it's not me, so uh, again if you listen to the podcast it's more interesting than me standing up here. But a lot of people say they want a Pokemon RPG or a Pokemon um, MMO coming. Um, so as for the RPG aspect, I think we, we got that with Conquest, and we got that uh, and some of the Mystery Dungeon games. So I don't know what I would really want that would grab my attention. Uh, but as for like Pokemon MMO, because I know that might be asked, uh, that is something I actually don't want. And I feel like two or three years ago I did want that, and now after... After playing Pokemon, and like I'm already annoyed walking through the grass and being stopped by Pokemon or being stopped by uh, non-playable characters that need to battle. The last thing I want is somebody running up and like asking me to battle when like I'm just trying to get to my destination. So I don't think I would really want uh, a Pokemon MMO or anything like that, but I would want like more of a social space. Um, this is a game nowhere near Pokemon, but uh, Destiny does this really well, where they, where you can go off with two other teammates and do your own thing, or if you want, when you're when you're in a social space like the tower, you see a bunch of other people and you can interact with them there, um, and that would be less disrupt disruptive to the journey you're trying to do outside of that. So I would want to see that in Pokemon. I would want to see like a town that does interact and share with a bunch of trainers, but once you leave that town, you're back doing your own business. Uh, right here in the Pikachu shirt. What's your least favorite and most favorite main series Pokemon game? Oh, great question. Uh, least favorite and most favorite uh, main series Pokemon game. My least favorite game would probably be Black and White 2. Uh, I thought it came way too close to Black and White, and it didn't do enough to grab my attention. I feel like if they would have 
you know, made that the next game with a different game in between or just delayed another year, I would have been more excited for it. Uh, my favorite Pokemon game is probably Heart Gold Soul Silver. Uh, I think it has the most content. I think the menus were awesome. I think the Pokemon following you were awesome. It came with the Pokewalker. Uh, that game overall was, was outstanding, I, I felt. So many hands. Uh, Ash Ketchum. Who do I think created Mewtwo? I think Mewtwo was created in a lab, um, as the Pokedex entries state. I believe Mewtwo and Genesect are man-created Pokemon. Uh, there are a couple other Pokemon that fit that list, but I'm, I'm behind that Mewtwo was created. I'm also behind that Mew was a failed Ditto clone. Uh, way in the back in the gray shirt with the hand really high up. You, that look down. Yes, yes, I've heard of that too. So there were rumors that a new Pokemon game was coming called uh, Pokemon Plus and Pokemon Minus. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not. That's why it's a rumor. Uh, I am 100% positive we are getting another Pokemon game. I can, uh, I can confidently say that. Whether it would be Plus and Minus, that I'm not sure of. Um, I, I'm, I'm to the point where I think the next Pokemon game would probably be Pokemon Z or some combination of what we saw with X and Y. I don't know if they're going to call it X, 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 Y, or Pokemon Z, or Pokemon Alphabet Soup. I'm not sure uh, what it's going to be called, but I feel like we're going to have to go back to Kalos before we go anywhere else. So I don't see plus, Pokemon Plus and Minus being next. I do see if that exists or not. I, I can't confirm or deny that, but I would be Pokemon Z words uh, in the red. Sure, the question was about uh, overall character design. Um, you know, for the most part, I'm very happy with uh, how Pokemon does its designs and the designs that come out. Uh, even more so based on that Flygon uh, tidbit I gave earlier that they wanted to do Mega Flygon and they did it because the design wasn't perfect. And that speaks a lot to the thought they put into their design. I know a lot of people see like Vanillas and they're like, oh, Pokemon's not cool, this is an ice cream cone. And then it's like, well, have you seen Grimer? He's just a pile of sludge. Um, and that was a long time ago. So I think, I, I think like the Vanillix line, the Chandelure line, almost everything uh, in recent years have, have been outstanding. I can't think of a Pokemon where I was like, oh, what, why did they do that? Um, no, I think their designs are awesome. Uh, right here in the green jacket. Yep. Okay, so what do you think are the chances of a uh, Pokémon Tournament coming here to the U.S.? Uh, Pokémon Tournament coming to the U.S., I think that's very high. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Pokémon Pokemon Tournament is uh, the Pokémon fighting game, kind of like Mortal Kombat or Soul Calibur, except there's Pokémon instead of uh, things with swords or blue glowing eyes. Um, and the Pokemon they showed, I think, was um, a Champ, a Pikachu, Suicune, and a couple others. Uh, I do think that's coming to the States. I think at this point now, there's 
really no Pokemon game they would bring to the States because it just does so well here. For them not to bring it is like, eh, we don't like money. Nah. <laughs> uh, security hat. Sure, yeah, we actually have a couple of uh, episodes that are based on EV training that you can go back and you can listen to if, if you really want in-depth. We, I don't EV train or IV train. I'm, I'm more of a collector in Pokemon. I'm not a, a competitive battler. Not my scene. Not good at it. Uh, but if you're, if you're getting into EV and IV training, I believe the easiest way is with uh, Omega, Ruby, and Alpha Sapphire. So I would, I would try with that. Even X and Y is very good. Uh, but there are uh, a couple... I don't want to like promote my website or whatnot because that's not what I'm up here. But on on PokemonPodcast.com, we have a whole like mini book of how to do it, and it's broken down with illustrations. It's really easy to do. Uh, if you're getting into EV or IV training, I would find somebody else to do it with. Like find somebody and do it with them. Otherwise, it's going to be complicated, and you're just going to stop doing it. So find some, like, it's like going to the gym for you, but for your Pokemon, you need a buddy to take to your EV and IV training gym. So find somebody to do it with, and then, uh, like I said, on a couple of our, my older shows and on the website, we have really easy guides to do it. Um, but I would do it with a buddy. Uh, little guy in the hood. When, when do you think the new games will come out? Um, so question was, when do you think new games would come out? I would not be surprised if there was a game by the end of the year. And the reason I say that is because ever since I believe Diamond and Pearl, we have not missed a year for games. It was Diamond and Pearl, Heart Gold, Soul Silver, Black and White, Black and White 2, X and Y, and Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. So those games have not missed a year. We, we are like the Call of Duty of Pokemon now, where we're getting one every single year. So I would, uh, I would imagine we're getting one this year. The only thing that might throw a wrench in that is that Game Freak is working on a different game with Sega, uh, it's called Tembo, the bad swear word here, uh, uh, Elephant. I don't know if there's any kids, I don't want to swear, but uh, that's a 3DS game coming, uh, coming this summer. Uh, it's made by Sega and Game Freak, the people who make Pokemon. Uh, and it's supposed to be very similar to like a Donkey Kong country, where you're going through as a side-scroller. So, I would imagine we're getting a Pokemon game this year because we haven't missed one in like six plus years. Uh, but we haven't also gotten any announcements for it. And usually Pokemon announcements are around March and April. We haven't gotten anything yet. So if we don't get one this year, which would be very shocking, and I'm actually okay with because I'm a little Pokemon out from six years in a row, I would imagine we would get that game in early spring of next year. I know, I know, man. <laughs> right here in the front. Yeah, uh, so the question was, there is no character custom customization in Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. That was, for me, a huge disappointment and a huge miss. Um, I feel like Pokemon has taken so many good steps in the right direction, especially with X and Y. I think, I think X and Y is a better game than Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. I think X and Y was a better game than both Black and White series. And I think everything it did with the roller skates and the customization and the pacing was awesome. And then it's it's like they just fell on their face and they put out Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire and they forgot all the things that made X and Y great. 
That's not to say Omega Ruby, Alpha Sapphire are bad games. They have uh, the Dex Nav and all the other nav settings that are fantastic. But now I'm kind of worrying because they're, they're, they're adding things to the game and then they're taking them out in new games. And it's, if we get, a, we get, if we get the next game, hopefully, in fall, as you're very excited for, uh, or in spring, uh, that we don't lose the Dex Nav, we don't lose stuff that made Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire unique, and we get back, they should be adding on features, not taking away. And they, they took away a lot of great features from X and Y for Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, and I'm not sure why, but hopefully all those come back because I like to I like to buy a pimp hat, orange sweater, I like to customize my guy. A white beanie. They actually explained why they wanted fashion stuff like that to be exclusive to the region. Yeah, so uh, for those that didn't hear, they wanted uh, the fashion stuff to be exclusive to the Kalos region. Region. Yeah, I've heard that too. I've also heard that they didn't want to take away from the story characters of it because it was a remake of uh, Ruby and Sapphire. And that's cool, and that's fair, but to me that's not a good enough reason. When I play a Pokemon game, I'm playing myself. That is my journey. Those are my Pokemon that I want to take into a new game. So to, to force me to be somebody I'm not is a little disappointing, and in X and Y, I was that person taking my journey, and I, I want that to come back. Little dude way in the back, kind of jumping up and down. My favorite starter Pokemon, it has to be Totodile. Although probably Mudkip is a close second. Uh, Deadpool. Uh, two questions. At what age did you start playing Pokemon? What's the first game you played? Okay, so wait. Two good questions. What age should you start playing Pokemon? And uh, which game should you start with? Well, as soon as a baby is born, a Game Boy... Oh, me specifically? Okay, I'll get to me specifically. As soon as a baby is born, though, you put a Game Boy in its hands. <laughs> you start that journey. Uh, me specifically, I started playing Pokemon in the fifth grade. Uh, I'm now 26 now, so that's a long time. I'm old. Uh, I'm old. Uh, I started playing right when Red and Blue came out. I was watching the Pokemon anime when it was after Dragon Ball Z in the morning. So I would, you know, get up at 5 a.m., watch Dragon Ball Z, be extremely disappointed, but then be very excited when Pokemon came on afterwards. And then Pokemon got so popular that they moved to being after school with, you know, Power Rangers and all the other classic shows. Uh, so I played, yeah, started with Red and Blue, played everything up to uh, Ruby and Sapphire, and then I dropped off. I didn't actually play Ruby and Sapphire. I then picked back up, I picked back up uh, during Diamond Pearl. And then after I played Diamond and Pearl, I went back and played Ruby and Sapphire. Actually, I played Emerald, but, you know, carrots and potatoes. <laughs> uh, right over here, here, Jack, Jack Snow Skeleton. Uh, did they confirm Gengar from Pokemon Tournament? Breaking news, everyone. Gengar confirmed. I cannot confirm that, but that guy can, so if he's wrong, get a good look at him. Uh, right in the middle, you have black, black hoodie. Um, if you were to have any Pokemon have a megaphone motivation? Ooh, Farfetch. <laughs> Hands down, Farfetch. He doesn't get enough love. Uh, if Farfetch was the Mega Evolve, he could turn into like a samurai. His leak could turn into a sword. It would be amazing. Uh, also, I'm sure Pika, I, I, not that I 
would really care that much, but I'm surprised Pikachu hasn't gotten a Mega Evolution yet. I feel like that's like a given. I, I feel like they're just going to skip Raichu and give Pikachu a Mega Evolution. I feel like that's coming. Uh, right over there, red shirt, flannel. What? It's like the like the answer you're looking for, Pokemon Snap. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, question was a uh, Pokemon spinoff series that I would want. I would love to see Pokemon Snap too. I think Pokemon Snap is a fantastic game, uh, and it's very disappointing that it didn't have all 150 Pokemon. But man, even make Pokemon Snap free to play. I would throw so much money to get more camera roll images. Uh, I would love to also see a like Stadium 3 or 4, or I don't know if they count, Coliseum or Battle Revolution as one. And I, I actually read an interesting article that the reason they didn't make a new one is because they got 3D renders so good on the 3DS that they kinda, there's no point in doing a Stadium. But my thought process for a good Stadium game was to, again, kinda piggyback off having a social hub of training and talking to other trainers, uh, but more importantly have like a tournament system built in where, like, I'm not a competitive battler, I'm not good at it, never will be good at it, but I love watching it. And so, like, partner with Twitch, Pokemon already does a lot of Twitch stuff, Nintendo already does a lot of Twitch stuff, but make a game exclusive to Wii U, have your 3DSs hook up to it so you can pick your moves and stuff, but then be able to broadcast that, be able to share that, just like the PlayStation 4 does share and stuff. So I can spectate battles and I can watch battles and maybe I can take notes. And the closest thing to it, I have that, the closest thing to that right now is Twitch plays Pokemon when they do their Pokemon roulette and, you know, have three first three battles and I believe they're using Pokemon Battle Revolution or Coliseum for that. Right here, Grazier. Uh, considering how well uh, X and Y and Omega, Ruby, Sapphire went, do you think they could probably pull off something like Coliseum did, where it's open world, but do it with multiple regions? Yeah. Question was, uh, like, a game like Pokemon Coliseum, and yeah, there's, there's been nothing like that at all, and the only Pokemon uh, Wii U game right now is Pokemon um, Rumble. Um, yeah, I don't know why they're not doing that and why we don't have any rumors of that. And again, we haven't really gotten any Pokemon announcements this year at all. I mean, we got Pokemon Shuffle, which is great, fantastic. Hopefully you guys have all downloaded it. And then uh, Pokemon Rumble World, which is again, another free-to-play game, which is fine. It's, I mean, you just smash it over and over and you get through it. But we haven't gotten anything Pokemon really yet. Uh, so I guess what, E3 is coming up, but there's usually never a Pokemon announcement there. So we'll see. Uh, I would love any kind of Pokemon game on Wii U. Okay. Um, with all the success of the Amiibos and everything, do you see them making a full line or a larger line for a new, um, a new Pokemon or having some sort of connectivity for the Amiibos? Uh, yeah, so Pokemon Amiibos, I think, yeah, I think they are coming. Uh, it, would, it would be silly not to do, and I think they would make oodles and oodles of cash. I think. It, like right now, the Charizard Amiibo is pretty hard to find. It hasn't been released yet. Uh, I mean, like pre-orders though. Like you can't even like pre-order it. And then La Lucario's is out, but it's really hard to find. Yeah, uh, but Pikachu you can find everywhere. Um, but I would buy a ton of Pokemon Amiibos. Way in the back, in the blue and yellow shirt.
Sure. Uh, so, so uh, Mega Kyogre and Mega Groudon. Um, by the way, I'm really bad at saying Pokemon names, so if I'm butchering it, that's the norm for me. Um, they uh, are not Megas, they're like uh, ancient Pokemon, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I, don't, I haven't heard anything about a Xerneas or a Yvitel at all having different forms. It wouldn't surprise me, it seems like if you're a legendary Pokemon, you're getting a Mega form whether you like it or not. Um, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if they got different forms, but that's something I haven't heard of, and maybe that has to do with uh, Zyger? Zygar, see you guys know more than I do. Uh, right here. Yeah. Are you at all worried about Yokai Watch overtaking Pokemon? Yeah, so uh, if you're not familiar with Yokai Watch, it's a TV show and a, a very popular game in Japan. And I believe it just got announced for America, if I'm not mistaken, just a week or two ago. Uh, I don't think Yokai Watch is going to take away from Pokemon. I think, obviously, you guys are all uh, Pokemon addicts. Uh, Yokai Watch is is different enough, like Digimon was different, Yu-Gi-Oh was different, and I, I, I feel those are all competitors to Pokemon. Um, I do see Yokai Watch doing pretty well here when it arrives, uh, but I don't know if it will have the staying power that Pokemon has. I mean, if you look back in the 99 and 2000, 2001, Pokemon was a fad. It was coming and going, and all those people were wrong. It's still here, like it's still very popular. I mean. You, you're not seeing blockbuster movies for it, and you're not seeing, you know, dedicated toy aisles, but it's still a very strong franchise overall. It's the second best-selling franchise right behind Mario, so I don't see Yokai Watch taking away from that. Um, but it could possibly bring in new Pokemon fans who have never played or heard of Pokemon, but then realize that, oh, this is also pretty similar of, like, collecting and catching monsters. Right over here? Yeah. Oh, wow, good question. Uh, Pokemon to follow me around in like real life? Yeah, no, it was a real thing. In real life. <laughs> <laughs> um, it would probably have to be mm, probably like a flying Pokemon so I can get around. I'm trying to think. Charizard? But then you gotta worry about his tail. Like, you can't have him in his house, otherwise, it'll burn down. <laughs> uh, probably like Pidgeot. He's pretty cool. And he's like, if, if Pidgeot was like in your house, like yeah, he's a Pokemon, but people probably wouldn't second guess. You'd be like, oh, this is just a tropical bird. It's very large. Uh, black, uh, sure. Yeah, so uh, there are power plants uh, in X and Y right before you get to the north side of uh, Lumio City, if I'm not mistaken. Because uh, uh, that, that side loses power, so when you all the way around, 
and uh, turn back on power. I was psyched. I was like, look at all these power plants. It's going to be like red and blue. There are power plants. There's probably Zapdos hiding in it. Sweet. Um, and then nothing. Like only one had access and there's all these buildings and the desert is actually pretty empty. That was actually a little disappointing for me that they didn't do anything. I would imagine though if, if there is a sequel to X and Y, which I don't know at this point why there wouldn't be, uh, they will do something more. And if not, that is just... I'm confused of why that area was so empty to begin with because it's one of the bigger areas in the game that has nothing. Way over here. Hey, now that we're back in Bowen, do you think we'll ever see the old Z-Map back again? The what? The old Z-Map. I'm unfamiliar with that. It was a it... recent Japan event for you to get into the game for Emerald. Oh, okay. Old Z-Map. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember that at the time. I will, is... Mew and there's a couple other legendary Pokemon that haven't been able to be downloaded in quite a while. Um, I, I would assume that we, well, we just got uh, for Alligator and uh, Typhlosion and Meganium free for Pokemon Bank if you resubscribed. Uh, you're $4.99. I, I don't know of any Pokemon events coming. Is, is Mew really that hard to find nowadays? I Yeah. Yeah, that's a bummer. I, I mean, they always they always do downloadable something when a new Pokemon game comes out, whether we uh, they did Genesect when it was X and Y. Um, I'm, I'm unsure, though. Don't have a good answer. In the Star Wars hoodie. Yeah, um, EDA or something like that. Uh, I, I, I would not be surprised if we saw a Pokemon game like Pokemon Shuffle or Pokemon Rumble World for mobile phones. I think... In Japan though, right? You actually one, actually. Oh, Pokemon Camp. Yeah, there is Pokemon Camp, but no one plays Pokemon Camp. It's not that good. Uh, I, I could see Pokemon Shuffle coming to mobile games because they see, I think they hit over 2 million downloads or something like that in the, their last update that they put out. Uh, I, I mean, you're not, it's not connected to the main series games, which I've always stated that will stay on Nintendo's handhelds. But look at the popularity of Candy Crush and everything else. If I've never heard of Pokemon, but I like the game, that's going to convince me to get more into the series. Way back there, Team Rocket. Okay. What do you think is the possibility of us maybe receiving remakes of the Sinnoh games as the next Pokemon games? Uh, so Diamond and Pearl remakes? Yes. Um, I don't know. It's, it's funny because everyone was like, we want Hoenn remakes, we want Hoenn remakes, and then they got it and then they all just vanished off the side of the earth. <laughs> Probably because they were so happy or like that, that appetite has been satisfied. I don't know if if there was a is it, would you guys want Diamond and Pearl remakes? Would would you want like a Kanto remake before then, like a Red and Blue remake? Yes. 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 Yeah, I guess our console's over. Yeah, I don't. I, uh, I don't know if I would want Diamond and Pearl right now. I kind of want to go back to Kalos personally. Uh, that's just me, but I would be okay with that. The only problem I have is when they put out games too fast. 
uh, like they have been doing, because then you kind of get that Pokemon fatigue. Right here. Uh, considering that they're already starting to put out the, uh, the stuff for Hoopa after it's after it been leaked for so long, how long do you think it'll be before they start doing anything official with Volcanion? Yeah, so uh, when Hoopa was originally discovered, it was because somebody uh, reverse programmed the game and found Hoopa in the code. They also found a volcano Pokemon, which was a fire slash water type, uh, first time ever called Volcanon, Volcanio, something around there. Had volcano in the name. Um, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see him at all this year. I think this year is going to be very focused on Hoopa. We got the movie this summer. I'm sure there's going to be some way to download it if they haven't already said so. Not that I heard of. I'm sure we're going to get it this fall. And then probably next year, they're going to focus on the Volcano Pokemon with, of course, your typical movie because legendary Pokemon are spoiled. Unless you're Lucario, and for some reason you get your own movie there. Um, let's do like three more questions. Oh, and more hands go up. Uh, let's go green shirt over there. Uh, Pokemon games on the Virtual Console. Yeah, there has been none yet, and there was a uh, Pokemon trading card game actually came out on Virtual Console for 3DS, which is cool. Uh, I would imagine the reason we're not seeing Pokemon games is because there's no way to get the Pokemon out of there. If, if for any reason they can develop, and I don't even know if I would want to play it if I couldn't get my Pokemon out of there. Pokemon games are time investments, uh, and you make connections with the Pokemon you raise. So if I went through Red and Blue again, which I would love to do on my 3DS, and there was no way for me to take those Pokemon out of the game, I don't know if I would want to put that time into it. I mean, there's emulators out there, but that's the same reason I don't play emulators, is because if I'm going to raise a bunch of Pokemon, I want to keep them. Uh, yep. Yep. Way back there. Sorry. Would I buy Pokemon like a pet shop? If, like, Pokemon was realistic, the graphics. Oh, the graphics, if they were more realistic? Yeah. Would that be appealing? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, I know a lot of people didn't like that they moved away from sprites to 3D renders, but I really like the 3D renders. And has anyone played Poke Park or Poke Park 2? Yeah, if you haven't, it's actually really cool because when you're when you're a Pikachu in that game, or at least in the first one. Uh, but when you're walking around, you see Pokemon walking around you doing like their own things, and it's really, it's really cool. I mean, you see Pokemon in battles in the 3DS version, but it's not the same as seeing a Pokemon that's an accurate size to, let's say, a Pikachu, like a pseudo-widow carrying some wood uh, to build a cabin behind you. It's really cool to see Pokemon in motion. And so if the graphics got better, that's something I would want to see, especially in like a handheld game where if I can see Pokemon walking around besides like little, little sprites, that would be even cooler because the sprites aren't uh, actual size. Okay, apparently we have 10 minutes left, so we can do speed questions here. So uh, I'll try to answer them really fast. So if you have a question, just stand up. And then when I answer it, you sit down, and then we can get through everything real quick. All right, let's start over here. What's your opinion of Pokemon Art Academy? Pokemon Art Academy is awesome. Uh, I uh, actually did a Kickstarter where uh, one of the stretch goals was to do a drawing every day and post it to social media so you guys can see how badly I draw on my Twitter. That, that's probably coming this summer, but uh, if you want to learn how to draw, uh, 
Pokemon Art Academy is awesome. They also just did a contest where they took the five top five drawings and they're going to turn them into TCG cards. Do you right think there? the Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire was a little bit uh, underhyped? Uh, I thought it was. I thought it was overhyped. I thought there was way too much riding on Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, and overall, I thought it was actually a little disappointing. I didn't think it was as good as X and Y. Nicknames for fairy type Pokemon. Nicknames for fairy type Pokemon? Um, it has to be like dessert line, like cupcake, pudding, hot chocolate. That's what you should name all your fairies after delicious desserts. Okay. <laughs> how did you feel about actual Pokemon RPG games in virtual mode? Did you play? Did you try? I mean, if I'm if I'm going to put that type of um, time into a game, I'm, I want it to always come back to the main game. And Pokemon Shuffles kind of, and other spin-off games are kind of the exception, but uh, if I'm going to deal with Pokemon and training Pokemon in any role-playing aspect, I want them to always kind of come with me into future games. Way in the back. Yeah, so I'm for Pokemon poke, 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 poke Tournament and everything like that. I'm really excited for it. I love when they uh, cross-mix with other franchises. I think that's really the only way to do it. So in that aspect, they're using the Tekken engine to be able to do it. Uh, as for Pokemon, I would want to see in it. I would, I would imagine Bear Tech would be really awesome. A giant bear ice-type Pokemon. Uh, and I would probably also want to see, nah, not like Snorlax or anything, but maybe like, um, maybe like Lapras or something. Uh, in Tekken? Oh, see, you guys know more than I do. Uh, Black Hoodie. Ah, uh, uh, probably Diamond Pearl. I think have the best Pokemon. Ah, <laughs> uh, Star Wars. Favorite gym leader? Oh, that's probably like a tie between like Lieutenant Surge and um. Oh, I can't say it's my favorite gym leader if I can't remember the name. The Fairy type gym leader though in X and Y. Valerie, yeah, she's fantastic. Uh, I had the Pikachu 3DS, go figure, right? Uh, I now have the new Monster Hunter new 3DS. And I think that's it, besides Team Rocket, that's going to be the last one. Uh, my question was about... <coughs> oh, Canopy. Um, I recently completed my Pokedex and I literally was just putting Canopies up on the GTS. Why was I able to literally get just about every single Pokemon possible with just Canopies? Um... Because the GTS loves to just throw out every single Pokemon out there. Uh, I, I don't know if they're not legit Pokemon, or if they are, but uh, I've seen also somebody keep trading. They started with a Bidoof, and they kept trading until they got an Arceus. So, Pokemon's a weird thing. Alright, we'll sneak you in, and then we'll have to wrap up. Okay, I'll just go ahead and ask this out. Uh, where'd you get that dinosaur question? Uh, PokemonCenter.com. 
There we go. Cool. Well, that has been the show, everyone. Hopefully, uh, it was worth your time coming out. PokemonPodcast.com. If you throw that into Google, it's obviously the first hit. But uh, yeah, thank you. super effective listeners this is the part of the show where i advertise something something from audible audible is offering a free audiobook download with a 30-day free trial to you guys our listeners of it's super effective with your free audible trial you could download super mario how nintendo conquered america jeff ryan shares the story about how this japanese company found success in american markets Lawsuits, Hollywood, die-hard fans, and face-offs with Sony and Microsoft are all part of the drama. It's hard to believe that Nintendo has continually set the standard for video game innovation in America starting in 1981 with a plucky hero who jumped over barrels to save a girl from an ape. To download the Super Mario audiobook or any other audiobook at Audible, go to audibletrial.com slash pkmncast. Again, that's audibletrial.com P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T for your free audio book. That was super corny. Add over right now. Go to audibletrial.com slash